I am so excited about today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living, where we're going to see people set free from strongholds, from uh, things that have held them captive for so long. We're going to be answering questions, uh, having a funny. We're going to have a great time. Tune in to the broadcast today. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living. This is our uh, final broadcast uh, in communicating this series about a prosperous soul. I'm trusting that it has caused your soul to prosper. And uh, we're going to have a great time today. This is Ministry Friday where, man, you want to call your friends, uh, your, your relatives or some, your loved ones and encourage them to tune in because we're going to allow the Spirit of God to move. We're going to allow the gifts of, Spirit, of the Spirit to operate. Uh, God's got a word for you today. We're also going to uh, answer some questions that people have sent in when I've taught this on a live Bible study. So, uh, man, I encourage you to... Uh, Tune in and get ready for God to talk to you and bless you today. Well, I've got just a short funny today. It's called The Romantic Conversation of an Elderly Couple. The husband, elderly couple, was talking to his wife and said, In the moonlight, honey, your teeth look like pearls. The wife responded, Who's Pearl? And what were you doing in the moonlight with her? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Jesus. It's good to have it's good to have fun in the kingdom. So uh, here's a question from Ruthie. How do we make ourselves rest in the spirit and not worry or stress about things that may concern us? Well, um, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews four, verses one and verses nine that there remains a rest for the people of God. And, and, he, and, and that we, we need to be enter, entering into. Verse 3, he tells us, we who have believed do enter into that rest. So first of all, we've got to come to a place of faith uh, in what God says about the situation that's greater than our circumstances. We can't be believing our circumstances and say, well, I can't enter into rest because of this environment or that environment or this situation or this family problem or that that situation look there's never going to be 100% peaceful uh you know situations in life until we get to heaven i'm I, i'm in terms of circumstances there's never going to be a perfect circumstance in your workplace or or your home or any any environment this side of heaven but you can have peace in your heart Happiness is based on the circumstances that are around us. Joy and peace are based on the uh, the the life and the love and the and and the and God's uh, relationship that we have with Him within us. It's based on what's going on inside of us, and so you know He's greater, God in you. Uh, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Greater, he is greater than the fight that rages for your life. 
So, uh, you know, we just need to meditate on the Word. We each know how to worry, but I encourage you to worry the Word. I mean, just, you know, you know worry, you're projecting yourself into uh, the negative situation that you're fearful about. With the Word, you, you need to pro project yourself into uh, seeing yourself in the circumstances that God's Word says, speaks over you. Don't let your environment or your experience define you. Let God's Word define you. Praise God. Mandy asked this question. When focusing on mental health, what scriptures can I use to calm my mind when I'm dealing with extra stress? Uh, well, Mandy and, and to all of our viewers, First Peter 5, 6 through 7 is a great passage of scripture. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting your care upon him for he cares for you. So it's our responsibility to cast our care over on him. God's not going to do it for us. We can't have somebody else do that for us. Um, so if you want, if you want your soul to prosper and your mind to prosper and your mind to be filled with the presence of God, then you've got to get your cares over on the Lord. Jesus said, when you enter your closet, shut your door. <laughs> what did he mean? You got to shut the door on some things. I get in, in the presence of God and, and I, and the very first thing I'm doing is worshiping the Lord. But then I, I get this care, this worry, this thing that I can't control. I get it over on the Lord. And sometimes it's like sticky flypaper. You know, you get it off of one hand and it's on the other. But I, I shut the door on that. I get into God's presence until I've got the door shut on everything I'm concerned about. And then I let God start ministering to me. I let God start speaking to me. And He does. He said in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Man, if you come to Jesus, it's not possible to come to Jesus and, and not find his rest. But, you, but it is your responsibility to get your cares, you know, over on the Lord. Then, you know, I've read to you uh, Philippians 4, 4 through 8 in the past. And, and uh, I, you know, whatever things are lovely and pure and holy and, and praiseworthy and, and true and and all of those things, you know, think on that, meditate on that. You know, instead of meditating on the problem, instead of meditating on what you can't control, you know, just focus on God and His Word, and you're going to watch and see your soul will start prospering. Uh, Isaiah 26.3, you know, you will keep Him in perfect peace. Wow, perfect peace. And that sounds like heaven to me, but it's heaven on earth whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Man, you know, you get your mind on the Lord. You get your mind off of the circumstances and you start trusting in God and being thankful. He's going to bring you into peace. It's, it's powerful. Um, so let's go to the next question. Uh, this person's name is Lasagna. <laughs> Lasagna, I don't mean to laugh at your name. I think it's just your uh, code name. What is, what is good stress? 
What is good stress? Well, lasagna, <laughs> I, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. I don't know of any such thing. I'm sorry. And I don't think that's your real name either. But uh, stress is the absence of God's peace and a heart filled with anxiety. That's never good. I, I've never experienced any such thing of good, of good stress. Um, if someone's definition of stress is different uh, than a lack of peace and a heart filled with anxiety, then I guess it could be possible, but, but uh, not from my understanding of stress. Losing peace to me is a sure barometer that I'm entering into stress. And I just, and I'm gonna walk in peace. I, I'm gonna stay in God's peace because I know grace and peace go together uh, like peas and carrots. It goes, goes together like beans and rice. It goes together like Greg and Janice. It, uh, you know, uh, grace and peace go together 17 times in the New Testament. It says grace and peace. And, and that means it goes together. It also means when I, whenever you and I lose peace, we've left grace. That's not a good place to be. And I've just decided in my life, I'm, you know, I am not going to leave the peace of God to do a job. I'm not going to leave the peace of God to fulfill an assignment that God has given me. I'm not going to leave the peace of God uh, for, any, for any reason. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't left it. It doesn't mean I have do it perfectly. But I just know whenever I do leave peace, I've got to enter back into grace because I just don't think there is any good stress, lasagna. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's just my, my, I believe, that's what I believe. So uh, Leah um, asked this, how do we know if we have a stronghold and how do we get rid of strongholds? Well, Leah, it's a great question. And, and strongholds, if a person has a stronghold, it's not, if they're born again, it's not in their spirit. Um, in fact, someone who is demon-possessed, it's, it's not, that doesn't happen for a Christian in your spirit. Um, and most problems are not uh, demons. Most problems are our flesh because uh, God spoke to Adam when he was creating Adam and he, and uh, are speaking of Adam when he created Adam and he said, you are dust. And he's talking about the physical part of man. You are dust. And then when, uh, then when he cursed the devil, and he said from henceforth, uh, when he tempted Adam and Eve to sin, he said from henceforth, you will feed on dust. So what does that tell us? That the devil feeds on our flesh. And what happens is, uh, here's how a stronghold is created. Um, temptation plus agreement equals sin. Sin plus agreement equals a stronghold. So it's not sin to be tempted, but when you agree with the temptation, it produces sin. When you agree with the sin, it produces a stronghold. And so strongholds are there because we believe lies about ourselves, about God, about others, instead of believing the truth. And so, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just going to 
spend time with the Lord. If, I, if there's a, an habitual problem in my life, if there's something that has uh, been repeated over and over again where it's cyclical, it's, it, it, it happens uh, over and over again in my life, typically it's because there's a stronghold there. And, you know, there was, God showed me one time, I was, uh, my parents were divorced when I was uh, seven, when I was eight years old, and I was the oldest of five children. And uh, I went, went after I got born again, my dad had left and didn't come around very, very much. And, and I went through a lot of rejection because of that. And, and, uh, and, I, and, I, and I lived my life where I would run from rejection. I would run from uh, anybody that that uh, that I thought was any any kind of confrontation, and and I couldn't tell people no, and um, and, and if and if you didn't if a, a friend of mine didn't invite me to their birthday party, I would I would feel devastated over that, and 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 I'm now I'm saved now I'm filled with the Spirit, and that's still happening, and I just said Lord, show me my heart the way you see me. Something's not right here. Uh, the soulish part of my heart is is wrong. It's it's off, and and um, and and I, you know, uh, I, I, God God revealed to me that he, he showed me. In fact, I First uh, Corinthians four, verse four and five. I'm not going to take a long time to unpack that because we're going to allow the gifts to operate here in just a moment. But First uh, Corinthians four, verse four and five. The Apostle Paul said, For I know nothing against myself, yet I'm not justified by this. But he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes who will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the heart. And then every man shall have his praise before God. So what is he saying? He's saying, look, I'm righteous in my spirit, but I'm not justified by that. Uh, I'm not justified in every area of my life. If there's anything in my soulish part of my heart that doesn't line up with my spirit or doesn't line up with the Word of God, uh, if there's unforgiveness or bitterness or anything that doesn't line up, show me, Lord. And that's what I did. I had this, I just was walking in this spirit of rejection. I didn't, why, Lord? Why am I, why do I constantly feel rejected? Like this, and I started praying, and God brought to light a hidden thing of darkness in me. It, it was a stronghold, and He showed me when I was eight years old that my dad had promised to come take my brother and I to the circus, and He, he promised three nights in a row, and He didn't show up, and we cried ourselves to sleep. And I'm not try, telling you that to make you feel sad for me, but cried. I cried. We cried ourselves to sleep, and the Lord. The Lord showed me that, and that I didn't even remember that event. But I asked Him, God, show me why. There's got to be something in the soulish part of my heart that's wrong, a stronghold or something. And and He showed me that event, and He told me, He said, when you the third night, when you were eight years old, when you went to sleep, you believed a lie about yourself. You believed you weren't worthy because you weren't worth your dad's time. And of course, I didn't process that or know that as an eight-year-old boy. But the, and I and I didn't try to figure this out with my head. But he said, "Look, you, if you 
if you uh, ask the Lord, He'll show you your heart the way He sees it. And He'll show you where that entered in. And then you can dismantle that stronghold. And so I'd re I divorced the lie that I wasn't worthy. And I embraced the truth that, um, that I, if Psalm 139.14, I married the truth. Psalm 139.14, that I was fearfully and wonderfully made and that my soul knows right well. And, and then I embraced the truth, Ephesians 1.6, I'm accepted in the beloved. And you know what? I got free that day. Nobody cast a devil out of me. Nobody, uh, nobody really at that point, nobody even prayed over me. I, I, I got free by that revelation. And I've taken extra time with this today because God's setting people free from strongholds. In Jesus' name, we, we break off the chains of the enemy. And, and just, just say this with me. Just say, Lord, show me my heart the way you see me. Um, sh show, me show me my heart, the soulish part of my heart. If there's any, if there's any lie I've believed about, about you or about myself or about others, Show me, reveal that to me so that I can, so that I can renounce the lie and I can, I can embrace and, and marry the truth. And man, uh, if, you, if you prayed that prayer and you meant that, God's gonna reveal himself to you and, and he's gonna help you dismantle strongholds of lies. There's someone watching today and you've had a constant anger problem. Uh, anger just boils up uh, it seems like for no reason, you know, you, you know, you can't, oh, it's almost uncontrollable. And you wonder why that's there. There's a stronghold in you, sir. There's a stronghold in you of an injustice that happened to you when you were young and it, and it wasn't remedied properly. And so that anger is actually unfulfilled revenge for an injustice that, that, you, that, that wasn't remedied properly, but thank God Jesus remedied that. Uh, you, you're not gonna get free from that by trying to seek re revenge or justice from, the peep, from your offenders, sir. You need to go back and forgive that person and release them from that in Jesus' name. There's more than one person watching today who's just had this this uh, pent up anger and it happens, you just all of a sudden explode and it's because there's been an injustice done against you and you're seeking uh, justice or you're seeking revenge. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You, you need to get off, try to get off of the, uh, get, try to stop playing the throne of God, get off of God's throne, let him deal with it. In fact, he's already dealt with it at the cross. Yeah, you said, but I want justice with that person. You, you commit that person to God and you go free from that stronghold and you receive freedom from that anger. Man, there are lots of people watching today who are, who are being set free from anger. You didn't even know why it was there and, and the Holy Spirit just, just touched it right there in your heart. He's touching that part of your heart. You know, he the Lord is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He, he knows what you've been through, but, but, but listen, that event or, or, those, or, or that injustice and that abuse that happened, okay, is not greater than what Jesus has done. 
You need to, you need to embrace the cross. You need to apply. Moses, um, the children of Israel in, in uh, Exodus 23, they came across the bitter waters of Marah and, and they were complaining and, 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 and Moses said, you know, uh, what do we do? And the Lord said, he showed him a tree and he, he said, put the tree in the water. And the, when he put the tree in the water, they, be, the water became sweet and the people could drink the water. Your soul is a type of those waters that have become bitter because of a past injustice, because of something, a, a violation in your life that hasn't been remedied. There's been no, been no justice to it. But the cross, the tree is a type of the cross. When you apply the cross to the bitter waters of your soul, it'll become sweet again. Well, how, well, how do you do that, Greg? It's real simple. It, you, you just choose to value the cross greater than your pain and loss. Let the Lord heal your heart of that wound. Let the, let the Lord dismantle that stronghold of anger and bitterness. Right now there's sweetness coming into your soul. Just tell him, Father, I thank you that what you've done at Calvary, what you, what you did for me, and what you, it, it, you paid the price not just for my sin, but for those that have sinned against me. And Lord, I release forgiveness toward them, but I apply the cross to the bitter waters of my soul. I value the cross, what Jesus did for me, greater than my pain and loss, what people did to me. Lord, make, make, the soul, make the waters of my soul sweet again. May no one uh, receive pain and anger and hurt uh, through me again. Let, 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 your, let your life and your love flow through me, Lord. Praise God. There's, there's so much healing taking place right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you for the power of your love ministering to my brothers and sisters today, freeing them from strongholds. There's uh, strongholds of lust and, and, um, and covetousness being broken right now in Jesus' name. If you'll just get your focus back on the Lord and look at him and see, Jesus, you're, you're the answer. You're, you're, you're the one that meets all of my needs. You come to Jesus as we've already taught in one of the previous broadcasts. As Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who are labor and heavy burden. And uh, man, I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You come to Jesus. There, there are, there, there are um, uh, strongholds of, of pain there are strongholds of sickness and disease that are being, people are being set free from today. Father, we thank you for, for freedom from strongholds. We thank you for freedom, Father, from every work of the enemy, freedom from bitterness and unforgiveness, freedom from pride, and, and I, I just release humility, Father, in the name of Jesus in the place of that pride. Praise God. There's just a a powerful anointing right now to set people free from everything that's unlike Jesus in your heart. Why don't you just surrender that thing to the Lord that 
that area that you haven't been able to get victory over, that area that, that you haven't found uh, God's grace to, to, have, have, to uh, see success in, just surrender that. Say, Father, I, I surrender myself to you. I just give that to you and I allow you to heal my heart. Reveal to me, show me if there's anything in my heart that doesn't line up with your, with your word and, and, and doesn't line up with Jesus that's in my spirit. Just reveal that to me so I can renounce the lie. Show me the lie I've believed so I can renounce the lie and, and then give me the word that I can replace that with and, and marry the truth. Praise God. Man, I, I just encourage you right now that God, God's setting so many people free. Um, you know, you, you need to substitute. Once the Lord shows you the lie, uh, reveals the lie you believed, like I, I believed I wasn't worthy. And, and I, had to, I had to find scriptures that, uh, that, that were the truth that became my reality. And I married the truth. My, my reality was I was not worthy but I married the truth and now that's become my truth. That's become my reality. I encourage you to get my book, Scriptures to Live By, because it's got 41 categories of Scripture that will help you with so many areas of, of need in your life so that you can, so that you can find Scriptures that, that, uh, that will counteract the lies that you've believed. Uh, man, so many... Uh, so many uh, uh, just so many instances of freedom are happening right now. Uh, God is God is annihilating strongholds in in hearts and lives, and it's just such a privilege to be a part of what of what God's doing. I, I just speak the freedom of God over you. Maybe maybe you didn't receive a revelation today that sets you free, but I believe this time together has prepared you and equipped you to go inside your relationship with God and that he, he will reveal to you any lie you've believed that's established a stronghold so that you can tear it down with God's help. Man, thanks so much for being a part of this broadcast, Wisdom for Living, in this series, A Prosperous Soul. And have a great week. God bless you. We love you. Discover the key to a life of health and prosperity when you read Greg's book, A Prosperous Soul. In this book, you will learn biblical truths that will help bring freedom to your life. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Today's teaching, A Prosperous Soul, is also available in a five-part CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Hey, thanks for being a part of Wisdom for Living and this series on a prosperous soul. Uh, I will send you a free copy of my book, A Prosperous Soul, if you'll write us. And for anyone that God touches their hearts to be a partner with Greg Moore Ministries, I'll send you a signed copy of this book, plus your choice of CD, DVD, or USB. I would look forward to hearing from you and being a partner with you. God bless you. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, 
Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today.